It is 73 degrees at 641 here on 92.7 WMAY. A little foggy out there, so be careful as you're out and about. I'm Patrick Fingston, in for Greg Bishop today. Uh, I write to the political newsletter, The Illinois, which you can get at theillinois.com, I-L-L-I-N-O-I-Z-E. We are pleased to welcome to the show, for what I believe is the very first time, uh, Dr. Bill Howder, who is uh, the likely new state representative uh, from the what is the new 87th district. I know Tim Butler has the 87th now, but it's being redrawn yeah. and kind of moved to the north. Uh, yeah. Dr. Howder is an anesthesiologist from Morton. Uh, doctor, welcome. Uh, what on earth Thank you. is an accomplished <laughs> doctor who could be playing golf uh, doing running for state house? Well, I got to say, well, thank you, Patrick, for having me on. Um, I did subscribe to your newsletter. I've been I've been reading it all uh, this election season, and I was just introduced to it, and I finally subscribed. So you got my money, number one. Well, thank you. First of all, <laughs> and then the other thing is that um, you know I was just so motivated by the COVID response uh, that I thought was just really authoritarian and divisive, you know, as a conservative guy in this district, I'm on the Tazewell County board. And as a conservative person, I thought it was very wrongheaded. And as a doctor, I thought it was uh, counterproductive to what we needed to do uh, for this COVID virus or uh, the COVID, um, you know, pandemic. So I decided, you know, I had probably had a unique perspective on things and I could probably you know, lend a little bit of an air of I had some credibility on the uh, the response and what I thought would be a better direction, um, and not and that's not you know vaccination passports and mandates. So it really motivated me to run. I thought it would be fine as being on the you know Tazewell County Board would be enough you know to, enough for me you know just uh, to you know make a difference. And as I said to my wife, contribute and not complain all the time for the past. 25 years of my practice, uh, you know, um, I've enjoyed it. I, I'm, I love, um, I do both emergency medicine and anesthesia, which can be another topic of, of what, what, why I'm doing this now. But, you know, I thought, you know, I was so disgruntled and disgusted with the direction of the state. I thought, you know, I'm just going to contribute, not complain. I'm going to run for the Tazewell County board and then COVID hit and, uh, you know, everything went on steroids as far as my, you know, my disgust with, how the state was run. And so I ran for uh, this new district. I'm, I was uh, friends uh, and, um, and Keith Summer was my mentor. And, uh, and so when I ran, um, you know, and this district is mostly Keith Summer and Tim Butler's district. Um, it's very rural and it's very conservative and I don't have a Democrat opponent. So you're right. I probably can be, Nobody in, in November. What what are the what's the old line? Uh, you don't want to get caught with a, a live or a dead girl or live boy uh, in the, the next <laughs> but, ninety eight days yeah. or whatever. Yep, yep, uh, yep. I'll try to avoid that. <laughs> see, I, I'm here to give advice. The yep, so let's you. get into the COVID thing, uh, Doctor Howder. That 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 yeah. drove you to run. If mm-hmm. if you were on the front lines, we heard the horror stories of of what this virus did to people, especially before yeah. the virus was, or before the vaccine was available. Vaccination. Yeah. Um, and, and 
I assume if you're a doctor and your employer probably mandated yep. that, that you get vaccinated. I'm yep. I'm vaccinated. We just got my whole yep. family just got COVID, including our eight month old right around the 4th of July. Uh, he yeah. had some antibodies, of course, still hanging around from mm-hmm. from birth and breast milk and that sort of thing. But but we got mm-hmm. through fine because of the vaccine. And and because sure. it wasn't as significant of a strain, but in the in the heart of things, we we didn't know in in mm-hmm. the s- spring and summer of 2020 just how mm-hmm. bad it was. So so yes. what you know when when we talk about the anger of 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 you all who had frustrations with the governor as this dragged mm-hmm. on, sure. Why where did it go wrong in your mind? Well, man, that's a that's really loaded. I'd love to talk at length with you about this. First of all, we didn't know, and you're right. And and I want to just be very clear that I am not an anti-vaxxer in any way. And um, I could make a great case to a lot of people, and I did to a lot of people, of why the vaccination is good. You know, in my district, the vaccination is among a certain, you know, I would say the you know more conservative element in my district, you know, the vaccination, they're, they're against the vaccination. Okay. But my feeling is, is that's their, that's their, uh, it's up to them. It, and when they make a rational judgment on their own health and their own risk tolerance, but is and they it say rational? they don't want it. Is it rational? When did, when did, I mean, when did we stop believing that vaccines were a good thing? I mean, think about the, mm-hmm. the polio and, and, and all of the other vaccines that have been so essential in our lives. What made mm-hmm. this one so controversial? Well, I would say that, I, you know, like I, again, like I said, I can make a great case, and I would, but I would like it to be like most of the things in medicine is that we've had to establish um, informed consent. You know what I'm saying, Patrick? And so um, there's a step that you take as a physician. You establish trust, and a lot of times you say, we don't know, but we think. And, and that's not what was done here. It was, uh, we don't know, but we're going to threaten your job or we're going to threaten your travel or your schooling, and we're going to mandate it, and we're going to make you carry a vaccination passport. And so informed consent was dropped and coerced consent was, was used. And when you use coerced consent, especially, and I will say this, downstate Illinois, that approach was was made people very, very skeptical about what was going on. In medicine, you don't, you don't mandate something that takes three of in 10 months and you still get the disease. That's not something you mandate. You don't waste your political capital on threatening people's jobs and threatening their livelihood and their travel and their schooling by saying it's so important that we mandate this vaccination that you – that doesn't prevent you from getting the disease. It would have been so much better, in my opinion, if we said, here's what we don't, we don't know for sure, but we think, and this is why we think that if you have comorbidities, if you have um, risk factors, if you're elderly, this it's very important for you to get this, not to stop the spread or not to stop you from getting it, but to reduce the risk of hospitalization and death. And so if you would have concentrated on those people from the very beginning, whether it be before the vaccination and after, if you would have concentrated on the people at risk. But like you were saying, we didn't know. Okay, so 
yes, there was lockdowns in the very beginning, and um, there was stop, stopping, you know, the spread and and the, and what was it, uh, twenty days or whatever it was for the for the for the curve, and in healthcare, you know, I understood that we didn't know exactly, but we quickly knew that this was going to be a a pandemic that was going to be extremely difficult to control because of its transmissibility. And each variant became even more transmissible. And so our focus should have been on those at-risk individuals and educating people on why those people especially should get the vaccination. And instead, we concentrated on the whole population and we concentrated on selective lockdowns and we concentrated on only limiting to 10 people in church, but Black Lives Matter could could have gather in, you know, because they were an approved protest. You see what I'm saying? It was the difference so, in indoor and outdoor, though. I mean, let's let's be honest. Yeah. All right. I've got to move on from this because okay. and, and why don't I have you on my my live stream and podcast here in a few weeks and we'll we'll to. get into this where we have time to, yeah, to because, really because I think there could have been a reasonable approach and. And I think there is a middle ground and, and there's a lot of people in healthcare that think exactly like me, you know, that, that our approach was so wrongheaded and counterproductive. We could have had more people vaccinated. And I, again, I want to say I'm not anti-vax. And so I've taken some heat from that too, being, you know, um, not against the vaccination, but, but against the lockdowns and the mandates and everything like that. So, yeah, I'd love to talk to you more about it because, you know, there's, it's very extremely interesting to me, and I think Patrick, in the I can be as the only physician in the whole Illinois legislature. I think that's kind of something I can uniquely bring to the state house, and um, there hasn't been a physician in the state house for a long time, and uh, you know that's not how it was supposed to be. I thought you know it was supposed to be that people from all perspectives and all you know. Um, you know, life experiences went to Springfield and represented, but returned to their community. They were citizen legislators. And instead we have career politicians, we have lawyers, and we have um, activists that are, that are making their whole life in Springfield. And um, I think it would be much better if we had, you know, deputy sheriffs like we have in Dennis Tipsword, and we have business people like Wynn Stoller and Travis Weaver, and we have doctors like myself and we have you know tradesmen and farmers and, and like darren bailey and all all walks of life came and represented and brought their life experiences down there and uh, and this is one of the you know perspectives i think has been really lacking especially during a pandemic dr bill howder who's likely uh, headed to the state house in the new 87th district uh dr how do folks get a hold of you uh if they uh if they want to learn more and and uh I uh, have a conversation with you, especially if you're going to represent them. I have uh, my website, uh, howderforrep.com, and then I have my Facebook page, Bill Howder uh, for State Rep. Great. Facebook. Dr. Bill Howder joining us here on WMAY. Doctor, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Patrick.